It's a good show. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. Republican State Representative Mark Fincham, I'm not sure if you dudes are familiar <laughs> with him, is government. So I don't oh, know dear. Arizona state law. Well, in Arizona, Local politicians. he introduced a um, potential bill he, he introduced legislation that would potentially ban certain schools from engaging in, quote, political, ideological, or religious advocacy. Um, and the, he's calling them co- controversial topics that are about politics, religion, racism, and potentially LGBTQ rights. And in this scenario, teaching students <laughs> teaching students how to think for, them, think for themselves uh, in a way that he would say is other than, quote, indoctrination. Right. So yeah. it's a pretty. I mean, I see it as being a pretty scary kind of law because uh, it, it potentially. It won't, go, it, yeah. it won't go anywhere only because of um, there was a famous law about sports and women. I forget the exact, but it's precedent now in mm-hmm. within sort of federal law that um, schools can't ban certain clubs and organizations and different things and but this I'm, isn't club this isn't club. i know but they, it could probably be interpreted within the same under the same realm because then you know the reason why you can't ban a lgbt you know club straight alliance gay straight alliance club is because um of this law so it's the same like you can't ban communication about lgbt right. issues mm-hmm. because you have to have the free the, the children do have rights in school and Children. They, also, teachers have a right to communicate. I mean, yeah. I, no matter how conservative our Supreme Court is, generally speaking, they're quite liberal when it comes to freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And this definitely seems like one of these laws that would would hold its. Yeah, especially because long. it it covers so many different groups. You have liberals that will be likely be talking about racism and LGBTQ issues, and then you have conservatives that would want to be talking about religion in school and, you know, rewriting sort of certain parts of our history it's and also, politics. And, it's so tone deaf because, as I forget when we talked about this, but Arizona just elected a bisexual senator for the first time, yeah. a woman, Kristen Sinema. It's also home Sinema. to the very first member of Congress that came out as gay. Uh, That's right. Jim, Jim Colby. 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 Yeah. He was, who was also a, a Republican. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's it, it just... I. Re- Republicans, I, I think, tend to do this a lot. They do a lot of uh, – they'll try to pass laws that I don't think they even think would work, but, then but why, they're trying then to get attention by doing it. Well, because so it's really just base, to get excite, people well, excited about – No, 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 no. It's because this person probably wants to run for higher office. Yeah. Okay. And but, so just like you – just like Donald Trump is using a trans ban in the military to rile up a certain part of his base to vote for him in 2020, this dude is probably riling a certain part of his base to be elected to mayor of whatever lo- – or whatever his deal is. Like that is often what happens. You take niche groups, you take hot-button issues, and you make it an issue like George W. Bush did with gay marriage in mm-hmm. 2004, and you run on it because it riles up the base and it gets people to the polls. Right. The problem with it is that it impacts people's lives. You know, like of course. for them, it's politics, it's a strategy, it's a game. But, you know, obviously this article is taking it to an extreme just because it's talking about LGBT stuff. But the idea is that the law, if it were to pass, it could be used to target 
gay rights, basically LGBTQ rights um, that are controversial. Again, quote unquote controversial by the way Republicans see it, thus allowing for uh, teachers to be terminated if they were to talk about like talk about LGBTQ issues. So whether or not they know that this is a silly thing, that it's never going to pass or whatever. It's like the idea of it being introduced into an educator's life is so fucking shitty. It's also so funny that like if we, if we want to talk about indoctrination, I mean, you you could, especially when it comes to LGBTQ issues, feel free to watch MTV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, every, every, basically when it comes to liberal media, it certainly exists on, on TV. Uh, there's almost never a representation of a character that doesn't like a gay person unless it's about how that character is a bad bad person. person, Right. Yeah. Uh, So if we're talking about indoctrination, I do not think your problem is with (laughs) third grade teachers in Mesa, Arizona. I feel like this isn't I mean, sure. I'm sure many people in Arizona are upset by this law or this, the introduction of this law, but at the same time, I feel like I give people the benefit of the doubt. They see what this is for. It's for attention. And I hope so. They know that it's not... I mean, this. I'm sure this dude does not have the amount of power to get things done in the way that uh, possibly a president could do. Yeah, um, it's just... It just sucks. Yeah. It just fucking sucks. It always sucks. These articles suck. always suck. And I wish... I that... like how Brent and I are like, yeah, it's just for attention. Get know, over it. I and know. you're just like, it's just it's appalling. Because it's... I know. Elliot, Elliot always takes the humanist like, but it hurts people's feelings. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's wrong with that? Well, nothing's no, wrong nothing, with Nothing's wrong that's with very that. very great. It's, just, it's a good quality. That's not how the world works. Yeah, it's just not, you know... <sighs> well, can't it? <laughs> no, it will never... Can we make it ever, that way? It will never, ever... Please. We wouldn't have a podcast if you weren't outraged by something <laughs> we wouldn't have social media if everybody wasn't exactly something. it's how the world works <laughs> not even joking we're here with patty harrison today patty thank you for being here thank you for having me on thanks oh, patty i'm a big fan yeah elliot loves you. i love you it's very nice i think <laughs> you are so fucking funny i think that's too big of a word what love? love? It's only four letters. I adore. Yeah, it's it's a small. Thing. Well, I think that's a boundaries thing that you need to figure out with You're yourself. Right. <laughs> you know. You're right. You're absolutely right. No, I I'm, I <clears throat> fell in love with you on Instagram. You are, if you don't mind me saying, it's so weird. Thank Your you. Your comedy is so. It's just so weird, and I love it. You well, explain what you're. Yeah. What's so yeah, weird? Yeah, you have a really you have a really great grasp on the absurd in a way that feels genuine, momentary. It feels like you just you know how to like. Talk, like make fun of that sort you, you're able to do this stuff in the moment would you like to plug your instagram handle right oh, now please um really <laughs> okay i love it um it's a uh, nambla gal <laughs> at nambla gal n-a-m-b-l-a uh gal uh or you can just hashtag name look up hashtag nambla and a ton of my posts come up um uh it, it's uh it's the word party underscore harder party harderson it's i like, love it it's an That's it's an ironic nickname someone That's gave great. me and then it attached and now i think yep. i hope people don't think it's in earnest oh i love it it but even if it's not in earnest like maybe it is uh-huh. Okay, so my question yeah. is Okay, like, I hope it's not though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm here to say it's not. It's not it's not an earnestness. People can't say this, but I'm weeping. It's a- <laughs> I'm weeping, but I'm putting my foot down. I'm being strong. Okay, Where do you come up with the yeah, ideas I, for your videos? Um just all, like Instagram videos? Do you yeah. make that stuff up like like a lot some people just like 
I don't know, some people with content or whatever are thinking about it. Are content taking a providers. While. Yeah, content mm-hmm. providers. Creators. But mm-hmm. you're somebody who, who's, a, you know, you caught my attention because I was like, this is genuinely weird and like of the moment in a way that doesn't feel forced at all. And it's absurd. Um, I think that I haven't really made... A lot of stuff, uh, videos recently because I think I've just been like stressed with moving and whatnot. But you just moved to Los Angeles from New York. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, uh, I, I just, if something makes me laugh out loud to myself, then I do it. A lot of times it's just been a product of me not having a job at the time and me kind of just being stewing so long in my own like mucus and farts in my room (laughs) that i'm like i have to literally like ejaculate some sort of mental nut or i'm going to kill myself honey (laughs) (laughs) my fucking rain's out um no truly just being so bored that i'm like it's boredom isn't it so weird that like you can post something on Instagram or Facebook, and if it gets a lot of likes from friends or, like, that one guy from high school, you're yeah. like, I feel so good about myself today. Yeah, like, I you mean, feel, like, more accomplished than if you hadn't posted it, which is like insane. Yeah. Something, yeah. I mean, the, the, like, the desire to, like, push out content, uh, comedians or, comedian or not, I think is so... It's so real and it's so of the moment and and it's it's an interesting... I mean, it's it's so interesting how quickly the landscape has become... On social media, how everything everything is content, and it feels less and less. You're my Nora Ephron reference, where she said everything is copy. I'm saying everything is content. It's true. I feel like it's less organic than, and your Instagram feels very organic. Whereas a lot of times, these content creators will. I describe it that way. Also, (laughs) will push out stuff that just feels so forced. Are you younger than us? If you know, am I asking? You just assume like you did I that one guy. I was born in 2005. Okay, so you're oh, wow. very young. You are very young. Yeah, I just look a lot older than I am because I have a disease where I only drink pop. Got it. And pop. my whole life I've only drank pop. I was I was watching your Instagram videos, of course, over the holidays. Okay. And I'm a little Perfect time to watch your... my Instagram videos. What? <laughs> All holiday news. Let's say bit... Christmas. Okay, Christmas. I celebrate Christmas. Sorry. There are Christmas videos. There's a war happening. There's a war. There's a war on Christmas. I'm crying again. You can't see. I'm weeping. <laughs> and I was kind of obsessed with the videos of, I think it's your mom, um, mm-hmm. eating pho. Yeah. Yeah. Pho. Pho? Pho. Yeah. What, what, like, what is, your mom just seems like a magical person. At least through, at least through the Instagram videos that I was watching. Um, so my mom is, uh, my mom is <clears throat> violently dumb. She <laughs> is so, uh, so insane. And, uh, you know, she voted for Trump and for is an immigrant from Vietnam uh. and, uh, is, uh, full on the hardest person to interact with uh, on earth Uh, and it's it's just you and and sisters yeah me and my older sisters Um, she does love her children very much sure and so does Alan's aunt uh, uh, aunt Aunt Aunt. Anne yeah Yeah, interracial relationship also voted for Trump yeah Oh, the, the that's a perfect cocktail yes Uh, and she uh, is has in the past been you know, a problematic figure in my life, very contentious, real contentious relationship. 
Uh, and but her health has been like in decline, so I've made a bigger effort to um, kind of try and learn how she communicate like this late. Uh, she's like seventy, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. and she's like came here from Vietnam during the Vietnam War. My dad was an American <clears throat> soldier, and she just like subscribes to like um you know i'm an immigrant but i did it the right way which is like mary an american <laughs> yeah. soldier uh, that is but, a common i mean that's a common thread amongst many immigrant families which is why like many are conservative is because they feel in some capacity they need to be overly patriotic yeah it's this like yeah. sense of nationalism that's like we didn't really get to experience a lot of like cultural uh, Vietnamese uh, things in like our household because I felt like she was really trying to Americanize us. Uh-huh. Um, but other <laughs> that aside, uh, does she, she influence is, your comedy? A lot? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, she she's very she's very dumb, uh, and but I will say that she <laughs> just uh, I'm, oh I'm trying to uh, not because uh, I'm trying to make this you know somewhat not just like me fully uh, firing a sh- yeah. machine gun at my mom right now, <laughs> but uh, she really is like will say anything you tell her to on camera, mm-hmm. and but she always does it. Uh, you c- if the camera's on. Uh, you can be like, mom, say this. And she'll always say kind of a variation of it that is always just like so surprising and I could have never imagined. Like, there's a video I took of her. We, I put, I made her wear a Tweety Bird costume (laughs) and I, and this is me, this is me, you know, I'm doing this for all liberals. Oh my God. This is me uh, (laughs) taking back our agency after Trump's election. Putting Um, your mom in a Tweety Bird costume. Um, Oh my God. This is us standing up and fighting back. Uh, My act of resistance is that I put my mom in a Tweety Bird costume and I was, I was like, mom, say, uh, hi, I'm Chucky, want to play? I was like trying to say it. And she was like, like, hey, Chucky, wanna come play with me sometime? Uh Like, she just, uh, you know, she's a riff queen. My mom has has the opposite where you'll say something and I'll be like, hey, how about we get pizza later? And my mom won't hear it. So she'll say, what about Don DeLuise? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like nothing within the field of what I said, but yet she has to scream it out. I mean, for some reason that is... It makes me so angry when my mom mishears me. It's it's like the angriest I get when I'm visiting my family. Really? I'll say something. I find she, it adorable. Yeah, and she's like, oh, well, did you say this? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, why am I getting so angry at my mom over this totally and not? She just didn't hear me because I muttered something under my yeah. breath, and I'm like so furious. Well, I spent- like, I'm sorry, don't talk to me when I have headphones in. <laughs> I have headphones in. I, how did having... You know, an immigrant mother in a Midwestern city. I mean, there probably wasn't a very large immigrant population in your community. How did that impact your upbringing and amongst other people in the community? Um, Well, I grew up in my dad was white. I mixed. Um, Excuse me. Hmm? Biracial? <laughs> I'm a, a crazy mixy smoothie. <laughs> Delicious. Um, it's like a moon juice. It's like a cocktail. Uh, love dust. Yes, love dust. Um, I, I was like, 
I was the youngest and I had older sisters, but my closest, a lot of them were like, there was an age gap. Um, and so my closest sister in age to me was like three years older. So there was mm. like, I, sometimes I saw her at school, but not really. But so for the most part, I was like the only not white person in a lot of my classes. I think there was at one time, there was a kid named Michael who was half black and, and me. Cool. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That must have been um, fun. Yeah, it was really good. It really was ideal. ideal. It was ideal. Yeah, what a blast. Um, yeah, I, uh, it was, yeah, it was um, definitely, the. you know, I, I grew up in a very rural area and like there was like drive your tractor to school day and people would like ride a horse Killer. to wow. school. Really? On this day. You, not every day, but like on yeah. special days, like people would drive their like dads like two million dollar like john deere like tsc tractor uh to school and it was all white people it was all white rural people and so it was like very uh there was a lot of um of racism that i think i didn't racism that i knew was racism and then racism that i kind of co-opted to get along and like it kind of informed me making fun of my own otherness as like an Asian person to make uh, like a lot of my white peers laugh. And yeah, I was talking to someone the other day about uh, one time there was this ice cream shop called Hills Dairy Cream that was like a a cheap dairy queen. And it was right. It was down the street from my house and all of my sisters worked there, like, at some point. I was, yeah. like, the only person in my family that didn't work at Hills because um, um, I'm not trash. And um, <laughs> I immediately went into STEM. <laughs> my first job at 14 was STEM. What's STEM? Um, like, women in tech. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God, wait. My first job was at a gas station. Okay, there we go. That lines up. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> called Bubba's Corner. I was very proud um, of her second. Yeah. Um, yeah. My immediate first job is that I owned Gersh Agency. Cool. Very <laughs> yeah, cool. That's my first job. I had a real A lot of responsibility. <laughs> so there is biz out there. The yeah. biz is there. Yeah. Teens. People. Teens, <laughs> teens don't know this, but you can earn Gersh as an entry level <laughs> job. You can just earn own Gersh. Um, but I, uh, one time we went, my mom, I think I, I think I was like, nine or ten and i was with my sister charlene who's like three years older than me and my mom and my mom's four ten like she's legally Mm -hmm. required to like sit in a car seat but she doesn't (laughs) yeah um and when she drives and uh she i we pulled up and we're walking in and there's like a teenage boy working at the register and my mom just walks in and grabs a bucket off the counter, like this bu- this like mop bucket full of straws, and just like grabs it by the handle and swings it and like smacks him with it. Like just like decks this kid and straws are flying everywhere. And immediately I'm like, my embarrassing ass mom. <laughs> is at it again wait what uh and she was like screaming and i guess when she walked in he was like 
like here comes the chink like Yikes. about my mom oh, what? and there were people that were there that like confirmed that he had said it because they called the cops and like the oh, cops wow. came and the wow. like sh- deputy uh oh, came yeah. and wow. uh yeah it was and nothing like happened but it was to me in that when i was a kid that moment embarrassed me because my mom acted out yeah yeah and now i'm like she just i think she asked some i think she kind of like wanted to be white to not have to deal with that stuff in a yeah. way where it's just like a lot of well, layers it's so and- interesting because when you said that you would like wear like use your asianness to as like a way to gain friends by like making fun of yourself yeah i mean as a gay guy i feel like i had to like do that i did it briefly in college, but there were some jokes that I would tell oh, yeah. in groups, and I'd be like, "What am I doing? Like, what am I doing?" Yeah, but I think, but it's, I think a, it's actually it's a, a, a shield. It's a shield, but it's also I think for comedians, people who you know were doing this for a living, it's 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 sort of a training ground in some way. It's <laughs> it, it. I think in some ways, like the things that I had to do to survive being sort of different from everybody else as a kid, and the humor that I had to use as a shield actually has benefited me as an adult in my career. Not sure. like, you know, that successful, but like still, uh-huh. like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 it's helped me. So I don't think I would, I don't think if I had been a straight dude, you know, I would have been as funny as I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I'm kind of grateful for it. I think it really teaches you to level, like get on other people's levels. Yeah. And I think it's an empathy tool too. I think, uh, using humor as like a coping mechanism to dealing with bullying or dealing with anything like it just makes you adaptable. I think in reading people, mm-hmm. I definitely feel the same way. I have thought a lot about like in the past, like w- few years moving to New York about like, you know, being when I moved to New York and was like, okay, like I don't want to be like a trans comedian. I don't want to like be uh, like, what would it mean to me to be that? And, like, I remember being in high school and being, like, if I'm... And this is before I even, like... I never thought I was going to come out as trans, like, mm-hmm. ever. I thought it's, like, the closest thing I could come to would, like, be coming out as gay. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I, like I just didn't have the vocabulary or, like, the resources, to to understand... Uh, that like i didn't have the internet at our house like the only internet we had at like my friend's house oh no we were very poor we didn't get the internet until uh like i was in high school like middle of high school and we had like dial up and it was so slow and bad that you just couldn't use it uh and then hard to watch porn on dial up yeah so so me and my mom would make our own porn That was really, really. It was really hard for like a long time. Oh my god! And especially being the only Asian people, we could find like other Asian people. Was was your community? I mean, I guess I presume that rural Ohio is is conservative and bigoted towards trans people as well. Like, was that something that you felt intimately, or was that? I I wasn't there when I I got out of there. I think before by the time I by the time I came out as trans, it was after college. So I did move back to my childhood home for two years, but I was working. I, I for like a full year, I just stayed in my like childhood bedroom and like didn't leave. I yeah. never like I never went places. Uh, and what would you then, do? 
I was just home. But she had like, better internet the then. <laughs> yeah, I had amazing internet access. Fucking, uh, I, I was uh, AOL. I got one of those AOL 8.0 discs. Oh, I and love it. Like, took me to the future. <laughs> yes. Um, you can get those on eBay now. By the oh way, God. I'll still be at home over the holidays, and I'll be in my bedroom, and I'll hear, "You've got mail." Really? Parents? My parents still have AOL. Aww. Do they really? Oh, for sure. Do they sure. pay for it? Yes, they pay for the internet. By the way, they pay for AOL. I can tell you that I worked at AOL briefly in New York when they were just like trying to become like a family of blogs, and I was like an editor for one of the blogs. The way that AOL still makes most of his money is by Brent's parents. Yes. Because people don't I'm, know they don't have to pay. They were for still it sending checks until Damn. like a couple of years back. Oh my god! So How once much do a they month. Pay? I, I forget, but I w- one day I was like, just send me the money, why don't and you I'll show them- you how you, to use the internet without AOL. Wait, why don't you tell them to just not use AOL? I have told them a thousand <laughs> times. Oh, my you God. You don't need this. And they're like, this, this, is, this is what we know. Wow. Let it be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I was going to say what you said before, like going to New York, it's like, yeah, you didn't want to be like, I'm a trans comedian. This is something that, I've, that, I've, that the three of us have always found you know valuable about each other is the idea that like we were comedians who didn't go on stage and like announce being gay you know? oh i'm not gay right <laughs> sorry i'm just just brent <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> my furry slippers they otherwise. yeah right, it made me think right. of a thing that was in your instagram that i'm sorry to keep oh back good more instagram. instagram talk no All it's right. funny but you wrote like i think there was an article that somebody did and and they wrote something like that you were like a trans act like something something like um highfalutin yeah 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 and you were like okay you were like cool i didn't say that but like that's cool and i was like that's it's just so it's so funny because it's like you don't have to like just be what's well, cool. the idea of it's also, like what it's you, also wanna... you can you can be a trans person and you're not an activist you're a comedian who's on stage right and perhaps this person saw patty and was like she's brave I just, like, your response like, no. was like i didn't say that but okay like yeah right, cool right. <laughs> It's very, it is, I saw, I got a, uh, I got a, an email about doing an interview today that was like, like, we want to interview you as, uh, as being like, uh, such an active, um, or I can't remember the exact way they put it, but it was like, uh, it was like upperly mobile transgender uh, political <laughs> activist. Oh my god! And comedian. And you're and sitting like, in your what? home, like no electricity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally, you know, literally like uh, signing up for Nambla. And yeah. I'm like, right. what? Uh, truly was uh, stuff like that. I'm like, this, like that person doesn't uh, like. I just think it's very funny because. Um, with like my Instagram, why I and it's not like I have like a ton of followers or anything, but like whenever someone professionally, if like someone's trying to like pitch me for something or like someone emails me and they're like, I want you to work with this person, but they want to see some of your work. Can you send us some like links to your professional material that like you're really <laughs> proud of? It's like, no, because I'm not really that like proud of. Right, right, I'm right. more proud of like the because I think. I have autonomy over the dumb yes. stuff that I make online yeah. versus everything I've done professionally has, yeah. for the most part, been other people's ideas or, like, a compromise where I'm not fully happy with, like, <laughs> I'm not as, like, I, di- I didn't get to, like, use the stupid, like, word that I wanted to use or something like that mm-hmm. where I'm, like, I would rather point to this dumb shit because yes. uh-huh. this dumb shit speaks from, like, my actual yeah. soul. But I think, like, the after I did, like my first like tonight show appearance that was like uh 
addressing like the transgender military ban uh that was i got a lot of like um like emails about like meetings and people that were like we saw this and we really would like to like see you for this part or it was that piece was like very very it was written by like a bunch of people it was written by like me and their like writing team and also like was so it had to be so clean because it's like for fallon and it's like Mm -hmm. it's like so like uh like family friendly and like wholesome and i was like this is not my voice like really at all and like it was just like my friend joe firestone who worked there was Mm -hmm. like they really want to like talk about this but they want like someone uh who kind of like has the lived experience who can talk on it which is like amazing of course absolutely Uh, and uh but after that, like residually, there I would get like, <laughs> like people would like tweet at me, and it's like, I uh, I'm a reverend, and like my son is transgender, and uh, I just want to let you know that I think your advocacy is like, uh, really wonderful, and like blah, blah blah, and I was like, oh that's really nice, and then like two days later they like reply to like <laughs> my tweet about like uh, like barebacking a, a, right. de- a dog, right, right, and they're right. like, this is nasty, <laughs> you're <laughs> nasty, <laughs> how dare you, you're an activist. Oh my god, like, yes, no. I love it. Well, I want to talk. I think it's activism to talk about getting peeled open. <laughs> Getting your asshole like peeled a banana. Open. Oh yeah. my god! Like well, banana. I mean, honestly, like I've said this forever. I've said this about us. I'm like, the f- I just appreciate when somebody just exists. Yeah, and it and it doesn't have to be an agenda. We you don't have to tell everybody you don't it's not and political just, and if people right. want to yeah. take something from it and and find Great. you know if there's a trans kid out there who sees you on fallon or hears you or reads your tweets and they get some sort of inspiration to be able to talk about barebacking a dog sometime in their <laughs> yeah. future then yes. that's awesome yes. but it want. isn't necessarily like the intent it's yes. like i'm existing in my own narrative and you should too yes yeah. well it's it really is i think that to to what you were saying about like or to what we were talking about earlier about like learning to kind of like you co-op the kind of language to be Mm self-deprecating i think a lot like self-deprecation to an extent is uh i think is a good skill to have because i think it just means that you have like a level like a balanced lens and like Mm -hmm. understanding that you have flaws as well Yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it's weird that like we've entered a culture of like where it's like i think with all like social media it's like being sad and stuff and like being like a klutz and being like <laughs> yes. that that became klutz. like oh my yeah, god yeah being the like goofball. that like oh, i guess i'm staying in eating pizza all day today it's like that it's like great that it's people crazy. are able we're able to like express like oh i'm kind of i have these flaws like yes. online yes. Yeah. but i think that has shifted so far it's because like as soon as well yeah as soon as like capitalism and like any sort of marketing gets a hold of it and then it's like all these ads on the train or whatever that's like why why leave your house where you can be a watch grumpy cat videos yes and order a <laughs> casper mattress and that's it's why like, you see people now being like lit like it's like their feet and they're like lit saturday night yeah. It's like, oh, okay. It just becomes like performative. I wrote that ad. <laughs> I wrote that ad and those are my feet. Okay, cool. Um, well, Patty, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. We know that people can find you at on Instagram at Patty 
um, underscore. It's, sorry, it's party, party. party. Yeah. underscore it's Hardison. Party. <laughs> yeah, you plug, can't see it, but there's blood. I'm clenching my teeth so hard. There's I, blood oh, I coming out of my gut. I can see it. And Thanks you should so also much. plug your plug, plug your podcast. Oh, I have a podcast uh, called. A woman's smile, uh, <laughs> and uh, there is a second season that is, is coming out soon. Uh, it is a uh, it's a light fair, it's a lighthearted podcast uh, about women's issues, and uh, I think everyone, you know, it's just really lighthearted. It's two women <laughs> just talking, are, yeah, just talking about <laughs> feminine things, but not always feminine. It's accessible to uh, men too. Okay, okay. but it's Thank only you. accessible to the two genders. That's no. it, because there's two. <laughs> That's all only are. accessible to two, <laughs> the two, um, and yeah, it's it's we have a second season coming out, but I don't. I think that might not be till like March or April. Oh, you have seasons. We we don't have anything else to do, so we, we just, just we just record this. all the time. That's it. Yeah, until we die. <laughs> it's good. I think we do, we do them in like little batches because it's more it's more narrative. It's yeah, it's a more narrative. Uh, I guess we're both storytellers. I think our listeners are about to learn that we do ours in badges too because I've been stuffed up for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really uh, lifting the veil. Well, um, <laughs> thank you, Patty, so yeah, much thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Appreciate thanks for it. having me. This rock. And another thing. So, gentlemen, my friends, my dear lifelong friends or quarter lifelong friends. <laughs> quarter life. <laughs> Ten years is quarter yeah. life. Yeah, uh, for so. me, it is. Yeah, not even. I'm not yeah, even close. I guess, I guess you're right. Who here has had physical relationships with a woman? Patriarchy. Uh, I'm um, not saying intercourse. I've never even kissed a girl. I, what? I, really? Yeah, I've never kissed a girl. That's why you're mouth. obsessed with the song. A woman. <laughs> Brent is obsessed with the song. Kissed. I kissed a girl. No, mm-hmm. not a kiss a girl. Oh, I yeah. like it. Kiss, kiss the girl kiss from the, girl. the from the Little Mermaid. It's one of my favorite songs in the world. <laughs> I'm gonna be um, super liberal here and <laughs> okay. challenge you on your classification of sex with a woman. So is it someone who identifies as a woman, or is it someone who has female biological genitalia? Oh, so up with a trans person. <laughs> I'm just saying. You have to be inclusive. I'm asking if you ever fucked around with a girl. Uh, like a, a, a girl as a kid. Did you fuck around with a girl as a kid or no, something like that? No, never. No, but not, as an adult, as yes, you slept with a trans woman. No, trans man. You slept with a trans man. Yes. Cool. Cool. But, no, but no, no, that is, I think that is a really interesting thing because we, we put a gender on yeah. these things and it, perhaps you're intentionally meaning someone who has different biological genitals than me. Yes, yeah, I am. And that, and that was, no, no, I'm serious. Then that is the that, and, and I'm sure there's someone trans listening to this podcast who probably thought the exact same thing. That I'm just asking if you ever hooked up with, yeah, with a woman. <laughs> am I so bad? No, you're not. You're not at all. No, I'm, I'm just, so narrow-minded. I, I'm, just, I'm giving a different perspective. Okay, did you have yeah. have you, so Brent? You've never kissed a woman. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually confused now. But uh, are you? <laughs> no, uh, I've never kissed a woman. Right. Uh, I've never had sex with a woman. Uh, I have. I have never seen a vagina up close. What? Obviously, never. Like Not in person. In person. Right. I mean, there there have been textbooks that I have watched straight porn, but right. Uh, but now, Alan- also, we we need. But this is this conversation uh, has to include the fact that Elliot had a phase in his life in which he was so <laughs> tired. So tired of gay men and dating <laughs> men that he was like, I think I'm going to force myself to be straight. Mm-hmm. I was there. 
I really was. Yeah, you, <laughs> you and I remember. I remember you sent me a text. You were like, "That's it. This is it. <laughs> I'm done. I, I am was probably done 24. being gay." Yeah, I think you were, we were much younger. Yeah, like 24. And you were like, "I'm done being. I'm, I'm done. done being gay." I'm done. And like from now on, I, I think you. I swear to God, you were something like, "I've always really liked Patty Labelle." I think I could do. <laughs> oh I swear to God, God. something like that. No, I didn't say Patty Labelle. I'm, but I, but. I was going to try to ch- try to challenge my rigid sexuality and try to be more fluid and, and embrace that and see what that looks like and explore it. And then yet you get angry at me for being fluid about genitals. No, I'm not angry. I'm not angry at all. But I, my question is, yes, did I think the question should be phrased? Have you ever had sex with someone with a vagina? Okay, yeah. Sure. Have you ever had sex with somebody with a vagina? Uh, yes, I have. Did you put it in? Yes, I have. You did? Yes. You did? I always did? forget how weirdly sexual Alan is. He was <laughs> fucking Weird, at like 13. Weirdly sexual. I don't think... Wait, hold on. No, it's true. Were you fucking at like 14. 13? I that lost my virginity so... at 14 on the cusp of 15. Uh, <laughs> but you lost your virginity to a, a man? Uh-huh. A, a boy? Well, a young boy my age, yes. With, yeah, but not, right. with his, with hi, not with him, but with a doll, right? No, with him too. Oh, that's oh, right. He used the, the doll. doll was the doll. The Dennis Rodman doll. The, the Dennis Rodman doll was the precursor to his penis being in sure. my butt. And my penis being in his butt. Oh, my yeah. God. Ooh. Good for you. Yes. Get lightheaded over and Why? Then, and then It's a beautiful but, moment. But, but, but you what see, did you, how did you know what to do? Exactly. You've seen porn. At that young? I, I don't mean, think I was watching hardcore me porn. Me either. I oh, I not know what I to do. I definitely was. But I, we didn't. We, we used... We used loot, or we used um, like a lotion or something. Mm, sure, we sure. used something Oof. like that, and uh, and yeah, and Oof. we 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 just sort of. I mean, yeah. it's not hard to figure out what to do. There, there's not yeah. many yeah. rules to right. put it in. You're right. You're right. Sure. Yeah, um, and uh, you know about anal sex at fourteen, fifteen. I yeah. mean, yeah, like you don't know the, the uh, whole hypothetically. I you think. don't know that you when really did you lose your virginity again, lotion. Elliot? Oh, point. <laughs> Cut that one off. Yeah, well, I'm just well, I love it. I just love it. Elliot, your virginity. Well, okay. Well, I lost it when I was 19 with my boyfriend at the time. Um, Was that in a playground? Elliot's had so much sex on playgrounds. (laughs) It's not true. You had sex on a playground? No. Elliot Elliot literally has sat on dicks everywhere in the world. (laughs) It's not. He sat on dicks on mountains. He sat on dicks in trains. But have you had sex with someone who has a vagina? Yes. Yes. What? Yes. But I was very young. Wait, wait, wait. How old I don't were think you? I knew this. Well, it wasn't like... I mean, you weren't younger of, than 19. I was young. Wait, how old were you? I, uh, I was... Uh, I don't know how to... Exp- I was very... Give an age and explain. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up. Okay, well, I had a lot of girlfriends when I was a little kid, like... In a way that was like he's a he's a Uh-oh, player. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I don't like little kid edition. I think I, think I know this. No, story. I was like famous for being like I'm. This is my girlfriend, and this is my other girlfriend, and we're kissing. Like it was a yeah. lot. So how old were you? Well, when I was in first grade, <gasps> I, I literally, I I fooled around with a girl, but like no shirts. I mean. But wow! Yeah, that, you, know, you didn't penetrate her. No, but like, what were we doing? Like, we were rolling. Well, that's not sex. But I, no. I had, a, I had a couple of friends if, at sleepovers in elementary school. We would touch each other's penises. Yeah. Okay, guys. Huh. This is literally I mean, just look, I'm childhood experiment. I'm just saying he's that's... classifying first grade seeing a girl's cootie. <laughs> no, 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 no. We were. It, it was a. I mean, it's weird, but I can think back and remember it was like we didn't know what we were doing and we were fucking young. Wait, so. Have you had sex with someone with a vagina? Have you had penetration? Penetration. No. 
Okay. No, no. Okay. <laughs> See, this is what you used what? that. That I was the weirdest insane. roundabout. This is insane. That was so circuitous. <laughs> do, you, do you know where? Remember, he, he's like, I I've had around. sex with women <laughs> two minutes ago. I what? fooled around with women as an old as a as a guy. Oh, none uh-huh. of this segment is being cut. Yeah. No, not a word. No, not no, a word. And, I, and I'm not, not a, word. a word. And I'm still to blame because I didn't have sex with a trans. A trans uh, yeah. man. No, no. My I, I had a problem with you gendering oh, God. genitalia. Okay, sorry to misgender the genitalia of your hookups. And every trans person <laughs> listening will applaud that. One day we'll talk about alternative lubes, and that'll be a completely different conversation. Because <laughs> only kids would be like, lotion. Yeah. Well, that's all you have is Exactly, lube. that's what I'm saying. That's all you have. That's what I'm and saying. And we didn't even know you needed lube until exactly. we knew you needed lube. <laughs> My point exactly. Well. All right, another lube another day. <laughs> What would, what would your, your aunt, aunt say? say? Brent, what would your Aunt Ramona say about something she heard on the podcast today? You've kissed me, I'm a girl. <laughs> and you liked it. <laughs> and you, you liked, liked it. it. I know my Aunt Joanne would say, how dare you misgender Alan's, uh, Alan's <laughs> sexual partners? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, and I would agree with her. You'd agree with Aunt Joanne? Yes. But what would Aunt uh, Anne say about something on today's show? Aunt Anne would say, wait, you had sex with a man. But the man had a Oh, yeah, she's not going to. That's not. Like, it's just going to go right over her head. That's a lecture. Well, thanks for listening to You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm H. Allen Scott. (laughs) I am Brent. Hold on. Uh, (laughs) Sullivan. I'm going to throw you off a bridge. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to You're Making It Worse. You can follow the podcast at You're Making It Worse on Instagram. You can go ahead and DM us a question that you have from something you heard on the podcast. Comment. Or you can comment. Leave a I mean, comment. like those pictures. We post a picture for every episode. You can go ahead and leave a question there, a comment there. You can also go ahead and go on to iTunes and subscribe and give us a five star rating and leave five a review. Star. Nothing lower Nothing than four. Lower. Nothing lower than really, four. Really, really help the podcast, guys. It helps people get word of the podcast. So please go rate the podcast and you can follow me at H. Allen Scott on everything and I'm uh, at Elliot Glazer on everything oh he really just shoved his name in yeah, there had and to I am Mr. Brent Sullivan not Mr. Brent J. Sullivan <laughs> nope I'm Mr. Brent Sullivan wow on Instagram wow. Mr. maybe well, guys, I follow you go slide into our DMs please it's a good show this podcast was brought to you by Starburns Audio produced by Land Romo and was engineered by Matt Brousseau Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts.